Coming to you from the great state of Wisconsin, this is a CS27 Studios production. You're listening to the Binary Brothers Podcast featuring Ryan and Clay. It's time now to open your ears and prepare your mind because life's too short to be constrained in black and white. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Ryan and Clay. Hello and welcome to Binary Brothers Podcast. I am your host, Clay, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Ryan Hey, that's me. I'm always here. You guys like it. And I like it too, because I don't <laughs> like doing these things alone. Doing the show alone wouldn't be any fun. No, you, you know? just basically hear me talking to myself, and nobody really wants that. I mean, you'd be basically everyone would envision you sitting at a table that has one lamp, a microphone, and you're wearing like a black turtleneck or something. That's not very far off the truth to begin. And it's. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know. Just just throwing that out there. <laughs> All right. Well, fans out there, just now you know Clay's podcast recording attire. I, I mean, it, it's like I'm basically Archer. That's what I <laughs> see myself as. But instead of, you know, doing CIA stuff, I'm recording podcasts. Yeah. It's, it's pretty it's, close. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, I mean, let's see him record a good podcast. Yeah, I have yet to see that. Not a single episode of that nope. podcast. Nope. But, yeah, so we have a great show. We're going to be talking about cryptocurrency, something that's been pretty big in the last couple of months, even though it's been around for a long while. So I figure we should probably just uh, try and tackle it while it's hot. Yeah. Might as well jump in there. I mean, it's like you said, it's been hot for you know, the, in the recent weeks, months, and whatnot. It's a really interesting topic. I mean, it's it's something that people haven't really been aware of for the longest time, and then suddenly it's any any person you talk to is like, yeah, I've heard of Bitcoin now. It's basically the bee's knees now. <laughs> Insect ligaments. I, I believe that's what the kids are calling it. Oh, well, yeah. That's, of course, the kids. Bitcoin is straight lit. Is another phrase I hear all the time. You you're using it the right way. Yep. You're pretty you're sure. Things. <laughs> pretty sure. Well, but before we get into it, let's let's talk about uh, some things that are on our mind, like say music. What's uh, music. what's something that's really got you jamming? Uh, so recently, I've really been into a song by a band called Nothing But Thieves. Nothing but thieves. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've heard of them. Have it's you? A quality band name. I haven't heard of them, but I, I'm liking the name so far. Yeah, so they're they're an alt rock band that came okay. up on one of the radio stations I was listening to, oh. and uh, I don't know when their first album came out. The first album looks like it came out in 2015. Okay, so fairly and, new band. Yeah, pretty new, and they had a song called Trip Switch, and I really really liked that song. All right. Um, so, and then they came out with another album more recently in 2017, which is last year now. Um, oh, my God. We're almost done with January, man. Time flies so fast. It's just going. Especially when you're having fun. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so they uh, they had a new album came out last year, and another song of theirs has been on my radar and just I've been listening to a lot recently. It's called Amsterdam. Ooh, that's, and it's, that's like a town name. It is the name of a town. Wow. But yeah, so it's from their new album, Broken Machine. and um, Another good name. I know, right? I'm liking these, these names right now. 
these guys, the first time I heard them, I like the song, you know, caught my ear. But I then I looked at the title and the name of their band, and I was like, this, this seems like something interesting I could get into. So have you heard you you've heard this song Amsterdam? Yeah. Does it sound like it was recorded on a broken machine? It does not. It sounds like it was recorded on thousands and thousands of dollars worth of machines mm. and likely mixed on thousands more dollars and distributed with many more dollars. So you're saying they're lying to us. I, so here's the deal, man, is I like them, so I don't want you to think that they're liars. I, I don't. I'm just throwing out false accusations, really. That's all I'm doing. It's nothing, well, nothing big or crazy, you know? I mean, I, I guess. It, I'm just spreading rumors. You can, There's no harm you can in that. Say whatever you want now. I am. I, and I did. <laughs> nothing's going to stop you, huh? Nope. I'm already down this path. There's Halfway we, down the waterfall. There's nothing we can do about it. It's You're gone. That's it. Yep. Is there going to be any changing of your mind? There's no turning back. What if I told you that their album covers are pretty cool? Look... I've already decided I'm going to take a listen to it. You don't have to add more fuel to this fire. All right. All right. So that's that's my suggestion. That's what I've been into recently. I I like a lot of their music. Amsterdam. Great song off their new album. I actually listened, speaking of music, I listened to Tool. Oh, you did? 10,000 Days. Yeah. yeah. I listened to that whole thing. The whole Fantastic. thing. I know. It's crazy. It's nuts. So, yeah, Especially I, uh, when you re-listen to it and catch all the things you did miss. <laughs> it's it's crazy how much stuff there is in that in those songs. Yeah. But so, yeah, I'm I mean I'm looking forward to listening to it again some other time. So all you listeners out there, our faithful fans, take the best suggestion. Fans. Listen to Ten Thousand Days. But also take Ryan's suggestion because this this broken machine stuff sounds very good. Oh, it is. What about you, man? What uh, what music has been flowing through your headphones or speakers these days? You know, I've been kind of going back to a band that is, I, I think, very underrated. Now they okay. haven't they haven't put out a whole lot of recent stuff, but a very underrated Canadian band called Metric. Oh, Canadania, huh? Yeah, Canadia. So, uh, what's what's Metric like? It's in kind of an alternative pop indie rock kind of band, as I think I would describe it. Uh, it's got a female vocal, uh, front woman. Okay. And it's just very, very catchy songs. Um, they One of their songs was covered uh, in the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. So you might recognize oh, cool. it from that. But... Otherwise, just very, very good music. Um, favorite album of theirs, I would say, is Fantasies. Okay. Just top to bottom, just really good songs. It's 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 not it's nothing like Tool. <laughs> it's very <laughs> very much the opposite of that. It's they're songs that are just catchy and just really well done. Oh, that's awesome. I would I would highly suggest. Uh, listening to them if you haven't already like I said very underrated Canadian band they they're they're well known it's just for some reason they're very underrated so do they do they get like a lot of a lot of mainstream 
play then? I mean, at least maybe in Canada? I, I haven't been to Canada a whole lot, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't... But like I said, they haven't had a whole lot of recent stuff. I think their newest uh, music is probably from at least three, four years ago, probably. 2015. Yeah. Found them. I, I just added fantasies to my library nice. right now. You're gonna you're gonna love that album. I guarantee it. I basically I'm guaranteeing that. You know they fired that guy right as like the spokesperson for Men's Warehouse. What? Oh really? Yeah, he's like like it's his whole the whole thing. He's like I'm gonna you're gonna love the way you look. I guarantee it. That was their ad campaign for 20 years. Yeah, no more. None of that. I don't I don't know why, but. Honestly, I thought he was, like, the owner of them. <laughs> I think so, I, but I think, like, maybe, you know, you got the owner, but then you got the board. Is this very similar to the whole, like, Papa John thing? What happened with Papa John? I, isn't the, So the guy in the Papa John's commercial was, was, like, the founder of Papa John, but he stepped down or something because of, of all his negativity with the NFL and everything. Oh. So I don't think he, he's not the CEO anymore. But he's still, I mean, he's still going to get paid and he'll be fine. Uh, from what I'm seeing here, this article, Men's Warehouse founder gets canned. Canned. So he is no the founder. Longer, yeah, no longer able to guarantee you'll like the way you look. <laughs> oh, well, that's lame. Wow. To be fair, the only time I really ever went into Men's Warehouse was to pick up my tuxes for weddings. Yep. Even even when they gave me, like, they gave you, like, 50% off of, like, your next rental or, like, 200 bucks off a suit or something, I just never ended up going back in there. I just don't need suits that often. Right. Even even when I'm going to an event that recommends a suit, I still don't wear a suit. It's like, hey, you know what, like, look, guys, you invited me to the event. <laughs> I'm just going to be comfortable here, all right? You, you know who I am. <laughs> this is me. Except me. Yeah. Either way. So, metric. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much on, on my mind right now. That's your recommendation? Yep. For sure. I like it. I'm looking forward to it. Is that all that you're looking forward to, though? It's not. Oh. I'll tell you what. It is definitely not the only thing I'm looking forward to. Um, one, because I just recently learned about them. And two, because tryouts are soon. Tryouts for what? Tryouts. So for our listeners who don't know, uh, I play semi-professional football for the Racine Raiders. Um, Not only did you play or do you play semi-professional, you are a national champion in semi-professional football. I am. Yep. That, uh, that happened. It was a very good year for us. We went undefeated. Uh, national tournament. I got myself a big dumb ring. Basically ready to take on Alabama. Just ready to take on Alabama any day now. Yep. So yeah, um, we recently had our end of the year banquet, even though our season ended, you know, a few months back. Uh, we we play like over the summer. Right. So I mean, um, you can't, you know, you don't want to take away showtime from from the NFL, you know. Oh yeah. No. So yeah, we. Don't uh, like that. We had our, our banquet and, you know, tried, they announced the date for the first tryout and that's uh, February 17th, I believe. So 
I'm excited now. I'm I'm excited because the whole this is the start again of everything. You know. Now, do you do you have to try out, or is your spot kind of guaranteed? I do have to try out. Okay, so everyone has to try out, basically. Yeah, like everyone has to try out. I mean, the the obviously the guys that have been there, are, you know, have a better chance of making it because you know they know the people. But I mean, every single year that I've been playing, I've been playing for four years now. Every year that I played, you know, new people come in, new people try out, and new people make it on the team or on the practice squad, and you know, so it's not just like a you know, stick with who you know, club type. Right. So, I mean, we're there. I'm one of the captains, so like, I think either either way, I would be there to help with tryouts. But I do have to try out. I do have to show that I'm not, you know, a giant pile. <laughs> At this point, you're not like me. <laughs> yeah, dude, you gotta you gotta pick it up. It's tough, man. It's tough. Been, I'm getting so old, you know. It's just does everything just hurt? It, literally everything is just hurts. <laughs> I just I mean I just got back from snowboarding out west. Yeah. And snowboarding I, for four straight days. How was that? How'd that treat you? My body? Uh your body, your soul, I don't know. Either yeah, way. I, to be honest though, my body actually feels pretty darn good. After the second day, I was really feeling it. Yeah. But I feel like I just, I kind of caught a second wind a little bit, you know? Yeah. that's I mean, that's good on your second day out of four. That's fantastic. Yeah. Although the third the third day was the most tiring. I, that was the most exhausted I've ever been. <laughs> just in your life? Uh, no, not in my life, but in, in a while. Yeah. But... It, well, it was crazy because up in the mountains, so there's because of the altitude, there's not a whole lot of oxygen. So basically, just getting off the chairlift and strapping up, you know, strapping into my board, I'm just huffing and puffing. <laughs> it's it's crazy, it's nuts. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that. Like I've I've always everyone says that that's just it's a scientific fact, and I I just I huff and puff at this level. <laughs> I don't know what I do on the top of a mountain. Yeah, and, and then some of the runs are a good. I mean, there's a run that's almost four miles long. So, <laughs> I mean, you're just you're just going. You, we basically have to stop every once in a while just to kind of give our you know give our body give our legs a rest, you know, just to gather yourself. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and then but there was this point on, on the third day that we well i followed a couple of friends i went with and we went into these trees and the trees had a bunch basically the whole run through the trees was a bunch of moguls okay and moguls are not very good for snowboarders to go through they're not very natural to go through it's very tiring to go through them to constantly switch you know whether you're going you know toe side turning to heel side turning it's like you have to shift your body the complete opposite way every like three seconds right it's just very tiring and the entire run was that through through trees and just snow push piles and everything when i got done with that run i we basically all had to just lie on the ground <laughs> <laughs> just be done yeah i was i was ready to be done after that but 
yeah. But I mean, hey, you, I saw I saw some pictures. Looked fantastic out yeah. there. Yeah. Oh my god, it was gorgeous. That that was my first time out there. It's been a bucket list item for me, probably for a good, I mean, ten years or so. For as long as I'd been riding, and I've always wanted to go out to actual mountains because there's none around here. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Um, and just. And the views are just absolutely incredible. It's unreal, especially when the the sun kind of started to set a little bit. At, you know, at the end of the day, there, it just looked like Bob Ross painting. It, it was unreal. <laughs> like I am literally looking at a painting <laughs> from the top of this mountain right now. That's awesome. It was so cool. Um, yeah, I just just had to soak it all in. It was it was nuts, absolutely nuts, and it's crazy that. I can't imagine the people who actually live there probably take that view for granted. <laughs> yeah, like you get to see it every day, so you're just like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Like it's fucking I mean, incredible, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like people, people came. I remember in college there was a guy who was from uh, from Texas, and he'd just like never seen snow before. Yeah, and it snowed, and he's just like in shorts and he's like let's go outside and play in the snow <laughs> and i'm like dude it's it's just gonna do this for the next few months i don't know what to tell you <laughs> but yeah it's just like one of those things right where you see it every day it's like, yeah yeah that's that's the way it is yeah i would love i would personally love to go to go and see it i mean not not necessarily go boarding because i don't have a board and i'm not experienced enough to to be in a mountain yeah, but, I mean they have they have beginner areas even up you know up high on the mountain. So yeah, but I mean I'd but, that's a trip I definitely love to take. Yeah, just, I mean just the ride from Denver out to you know the resorts out in the mountains, just the scenery driving through the mountains there was pretty cool. But th I mean thankfully we had some really really good days for traveling. We had sunny days for both driving out there and driving back. So we didn't have to deal with, you know, snowstorms and driving through that in the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> the windy would, roads of the mountain. That would be rough. Yeah. So I'm we did a hard enough time. Yeah. We just being here. We did get, um, uh, actually a good snowfall while we were, while we were there, it was like the second night we were there. So we actually got to ride through some, some fresh snow, which was, which was pretty cool too. It just pretty much, honestly, it was pretty much a perfect trip. It was, it was everything I could have imagined for it. That's awesome. But now that's done. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been a couple weekends now that I've had things going on. So I'm actually pretty excited right now to have uh, some, some time where I can just kind of chill and not worry about going anywhere. <laughs> some downtime. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's really what I'm looking forward to right now. It's just I mean, just kind of winding down and just relaxing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's solid. I mean, we go I mean, we all do stuff like all the time, but like I I know there's been times when it's just like months. I mean, especially during like football season mm -hmm. where it's just like every single weekend and every single Wednesday is football stuff. So Yeah. It's it's nice to get some downtime after the season is done or, you know, get a few weekends in there, hang out, go some places. Yep. Absolutely. Definitely important to relax and reboot a little bit. 
For sure. Well, I think that's it for our 20-minute warm-up here. Well, do you think the fans are warmed up? Do you think they're ready to go? They better be. I know I am. I'm ready to dive into this one. Let's uh, let's dive into it. We're going to be talking about cryptocurrencies. Oh, man. What is that? What does it even mean? Blockchains and stuff. Blockchain. Synergy. Yeah, promoting synergy. The blockchain synergy is what's going to propel your business into the forefront. Of your industry. Uh, correct. Decentralization of things and stuff. Numbers everywhere. Wallets that are not in your pockets. It's crazy. Not physical wallets? Well, they, they're not. Hmm. Well, oh, that's well. that's a good question because if if you have like an external hard drive or a thumb drive that the only yeah. thing on it is your crypto wallet for whatever cryptocurrency you have, is that then considered a physical wallet? I mean, it's physically stored. It's all physically stored. If, if that's the only thing that's on that, technically, some you could yes, I think you could say that that is your legitimate wallet. Do you if think you were... there is a million-dollar idea out there of people actually making physical cryptocurrency wallets? I don't know if it's millions because, I mean, can't you just buy a flash drive? No, I mean like a million-dollar idea. It is it a million-dollar idea? I don't know. I'm not idea, a business though? guy. I'm not a technically although, a business guy. Although technically, either. I own a business. You do. It's weird. Own... It's weird how that works. So with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, the market forum has really just gone up profusely over the last few months, or basically right at the end of 2017. Yeah, After... I mean, I think it was, yeah, like somewhere in November, I think it really... That's, that's when it really kind of started. Yeah. Right? And, like, that's when people started hearing about it kind of at the Thanksgiving dinner table, right? Oh, sure. That's kind of how a lot of, uh, I think, people just kind of heard about it. Now, they don't probably understand it at all, but that's that's how your sister-in-law found out about it and is now babbling on about it to you, probably. Yeah, telling you all about right. everything she knows about the Bitcoin. Right. Cryptocurrencies. Blockchain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blockchains. Yes, everywhere. But cryptocurrency and Bitcoin in particular has been around for quite a while it was created during the 2008 financial crisis you know that time during the right was it was it right right after obama got into office it was it had, yeah. that was the first year right of yeah. his presidency where and then he and congress ended up bailing out the banks and and everything and that was seen as uh, a lot of people were not a fan of that. Right. Right. I mean, it's, you, people see handouts and they don't, they see them as handouts and they don't like it. So, I mean. Well, especially, especially when the handouts go to people who are, you know, the one, one percenters, right? The people who are right. already super rich and it's like, why are they, why are they getting bonuses and stuff? You know, stuff like right. that. It's it bailing just, out, bailing out the people that are the problem, right? And people that 
in the grand scheme of things, don't or shouldn't need a bailout like that, <laughs> right? right? But, but yeah, the, it started then around that time, and I'm sure, you know, for good reasons, because, you know, you wanted to get something else out there that had some sort of value. Something that that, that wouldn't be tied to the banks, tied right. to these... Uh, you know, to the elite, right? Things, something that wasn't run by, you know, a corporation or something, right? Something that was decentralized, something that is run by the masses. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like a huge, that's a huge appeal of it. And I think that, I mean, with this uptick that's been happening now, I, I think it's been getting a lot more popular and the more people that are, are kind of into it and that know about it, the more attractive it it seems, you know. People might not understand 100% what's going on or, you know, how it works, but people know, you know, a few things about it. They know for sure that it, it's valuable in a way, right? Because what did it, it shot up in value to like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, I think it. I don't know if it hit twenty or almost. It was right nearly there. It was basically it was right at twenty. Yeah, thousand U.S. dollars. And that's, I mean, that's a solid, that's a solid number. That's something to be to be really excited about if you can if you can manage to get in when it's low. It's right. it's really it really could pay off. Yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah. If you got in early, if you got in, you know, even right at the start of 2017 when it was not even a thousand dollars per Bitcoin. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it hits, you know, eighteen thousand or so. In what? When is this? When is this? Sorry, I'm, my what cursor is following is this graph and it's just glitching <laughs> around. Um, there it is, December. So mid-December of this year. So essentially, if you bought in at the beginning of 2017 and just held it for a year, you're up from 800 some dollars per Bitcoin to $18,000 right. per Bitcoin. I mean, that is huge. That is so huge. <laughs> Like if your 401k or anything grew like that, you could retire right now. And essentially a lot of people basically were able to retire because of the whole Bitcoin rise if they bought in early enough. Yeah, it's it's amazing how quickly it skyrocketed. But that's also, you know, a really scary thing in my opinion. Yeah, it's a very like, volatile thing. These cryptocurrencies are a very high risk investment they're yeah, and it, they're basically being treated as stocks right now and not as currencies and i don't think that people are respecting or understanding that at times you know i mean it it seems like people went nuts at least some people and are just dumping ridiculous amounts of money into it yeah and and just like any any high risk or really any investment you don't risk more or don't invest more than you're willing to lose. And that holds especially true with cryptocurrencies. 
So when you hear all these stories about people getting mortgages and getting loans to to invest in Bitcoin or some other cryptocurrency, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, like it, it just doesn't it doesn't make that sense to be that that crazy about it. You know, like it's it's too it's too much to do it's too much to risk at this point it's not anything you know safe or stable like your 401k is a relatively stable thing you know it's a low risk investment that should yield uh, the expected market growth over time yeah and it's it, it is super attractive it's people want to get into this people want to get rich and people i admit, love quick rich schemes yeah and i'll admit myself like i had when it started to kind of pick up again i was like well maybe this is the thing how did i was how do you get in to this without uh without spending too much money i don't know right yeah. and and I, i'm very similar like i just i just started uh investing in cryptocurrency pretty much late December. So kind of near its peak a little bit. Right. Um, but I, I'm invested in a couple different currencies or, you know, kind of, you know, make sure you're not putting all your eggs in one basket, right? Diversify your investments. Diversify so, your bonds. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the whole, uh, Bitcoin cryptocurrency market's been very up and down ever since. I'm still up a little bit with my investments, but it's not, you know, it's not like I invested in 27, you know, early 2017 and I'm reaping all these rewards here, but I'm not freaking out. I'm not selling off all my stuff when the, the markets dip, you know, and, and when we say dip, if it was like, you know, our big markets, the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones are those kind of markets. Yeah. If the similar dip in terms of percentage happened in those, we would be in a Great Depression. <laughs> so let's put, I mean, when we say dips, we're let's put that in perspective. There, there are huge dips, <laughs> but <laughs> people would be absolutely losing it. Yep, and, and some, they... I mean, and some people are because they've taken out <laughs> mortgages and loans, right? They did too. They did too much, right? So. But I'm not I'm not panic selling or anything because of these dips. I'm I I bought into the whole cryptocurrency thing because I was kind of interested in its future and I thought and very interested in kind of just the long run of it. So, you know, how do these currencies really have their place in the future? And I'm interested to be a part of it. And, tr- and and let's be honest, cryptocurrencies are very much in their infancy. Yeah, I mean, they've been, they've been around for a good amount of time, but they're just now really picking up. They're just now being respected as currencies. And, you know, the world's kind of reacting. You know, they have to, we have to figure out what we're doing with it. And it's so early in the figure out what we're doing with it stage that yeah it it could go anywhere you know we Mm -hmm. we could we could completely not completely but it could just be a passing thought you know one day 
Yeah, or, and, and who knows? Maybe the whole blockchain technology that's behind all these currencies, maybe there's a different technology that comes out in five, ten years here that blows that out of the water, and then all of a sudden all these cryptocurrencies are essentially useless. And that's that's why we say don't invest more than you're willing to lose. Like everything I've invested, if it all just goes away, I mean, yeah, it sucks, but I'm, I can perfectly live. <laughs> you know, it, it's not affecting, right. you know, payment, you know, bill payments or anything like that. I I can live losing that money. It's essentially like taking a, a vacation, except I just didn't go anywhere. Right. I, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm essentially investing <laughs> in a staycation right now. Perfect. Yeah. Which, you know, there's nothing wrong with the, that. After all the busy weekends you've had recently. Yeah, I'm you completely fine with that. <laughs> yeah, like like you said, it's not, it's not something you want to just dump a crazy amount of money into. But it's it's definitely worth, you know, like you said, reasonably getting into. If you're interested, just to see, you know, where it goes. I mean, it, it's always it's always cool to be part of something kind of new and, you know, as long as you know the risks as you're going in, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's 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 fun to kind of be a part of it because um, there's a lot of things that our generation has kind of missed out on or will miss out on. In terms of things that are that are kind of really cool in the history of of the world, so we were way too late for the whole exploration of you know, North America, right? Way way late. Yeah, right. We missed it by a long shot. A long shot. Like just imagine. Like I can't imagine going to you know, the, the mountains out west like I did and seeing no civilization out there and just being an explorer in an untracked you know, territory. It, like, there's, I mean, there's video games. They make video games for things like that. Right. You know. it's And that's because it's, it's such a foreign concept to, right. to our generation. And then on the flip side, our generation's never going to be the ones that, you know, be space traveling Right, right. We're the other cool be... genre of video games, which, which again is like another exploration. Like we missed out on the this planet's exploration, and we're gonna miss out on the exploration of you know the vast majority of space. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that we are a part of right now that's happening in our lifetime is just this huge technological growth. It's happened for the last 50 years in terms of kind of the computer age. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's been more than 50 years, but but that's kind of when the, the growth really kind of took off, right? And it's continuing to take off. And we're kind of in that whole period right now where it's interesting to see all these new technologies come and see where they go and to be a part of it is very compelling yeah and like, like you said everything is advancing you know really quickly in our age you know people are constantly trying to innovate and that could be that could be very good 
for cryptocurrencies and uh, at least the existing i think in general cryptocurrencies aren't going to go right i think the more likely thing is what you said where they advance in some way where the current ones are potentially you know not as valuable anymore or not as attractive Right. And, and that's why even though Bitcoin is the most popular coin out there, there's so many other alternate cryptocurrency coins that have popped up because of shortfalls in the technology behind Bitcoin. The fact that it takes so long for a transaction to take place in Bitcoin right. has prompted so many other coins to be created. And, and that's that's all it takes and that's the thing about it not being like super regulated and being a decentralized thing is that you, you you're going to end up with a whole mess of different cryptocurrencies out there and not that that's like a bad thing but i don't know no, you have to be careful for sure because there's a lot of these currencies that the the big thing with with cryptocurrencies, much like any new thing, is not only does the technology have to be sound, but for it to really grow in popularity, like Bitcoin did, it needs to basically have the marketing behind it. It needs to have the buzzwords. It needs to have that presence to really get people hooked on it. As right, much as get... we might not like that, it's, that's the reality of it. Why yeah, you got to get people in front of it in order for it to be popular. And, and that's that's the truth with pretty much anything that you have these days. You, right. It's not going to make it if you can't market it. Why, why Why are Beats headphones so so popular? Because of Dr. Dre. Because of Dr. Dre. It's not because they're the best sounding headphones. Because they are not by a long shot. That's a whole... I know it's a whole nother thing. I'm just saying it oh. had a very good marketing presence and a big name attached to it. And people gobbled that up. And that's very similar to these cryptocurrencies. So when you hear a lot of buzz for certain newer coins out there, you got to be a little bit skeptical. Look into the technologies behind these coins if, before you invest. If you right. do decide to invest, there are plenty of YouTube videos out there that are going to explain these technologies much better than we're going to be able to in a podcast format. Yeah, and we totally encourage you. We should we should link to some in places, maybe find a couple, but people should go out there and, and find videos to explain what's going on. And like you said, do your research because the things that make these things valuable, um, they have things in common that make them valuable, but their individual technologies, the the slight differences are the things that are going to make the difference in the long run of which ones last and which ones don't. Right. And you don't have to understand everything that, you know, all the technology. You don't have to understand how these algorithms, how these mathematical computations all work to create, you know, everything that's behind blockchain and, and these coins. But you just got to understand kind of, you know, the reasoning for these types of things. And and that's that's something that you can find find out there. It's and something that you should do before you invest in any coin. Right. And, and the the other side of just purely investing in it is to actually be involved in that that technology side of it. 
right? You could be a Bitcoin miner. That's the other thing you could do. But although not, point, not really recommended at, at this point, definitely not recommended because it, the barrier to entry is so high. I mean, it's the, not really worth it. <laughs> yeah. the Looking into it, right. You, you end up buying a rig that is going to cost you probably a smooth grand at least. At and that's, least. <laughs> and that's like your basic thing. I think Kodak, even at CES, like announced some Bitcoin miner thing you could buy. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and know. that just uh, <laughs> either way just people jumping onto the band in that way but you could you could get into it on that side and it's it's not cheap at all it used to be that you could you could just run anything you could do these calculations and do your part in all this because there, i mean there were so many bitcoins you know still out there right there's like you said there's a finite number of them yep so the the less there are the harder they are to find the harder or mine, they are to find. right and it's it's actually i i read an article the other day uh, there's like a gpu shortage oh yeah yeah because well, it, yeah nvidia is uh blaming it on on uh the whole mining thing yeah and they're i think they sent out it was them or someone else they they sent out like a memo to companies to you know, they're, they're resellers to say, don't sell these to people that are using them for mining, which is hilarious yeah. because, Oh no, I'm not buying these for mining or no. Yeah. I'm just, you know, buying them from, for, for you know, gaming. I just need 10 of these GTX 1080s for, for yeah. Minecraft. Yeah. I need it for Minecraft. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, at this point it's, it's driving up and that's, that's a way that, People who don't care about cryptocurrencies or anything are kind of being affected by this type of thing. Or like they, and some people might not even realize it. You know, your your GPU might double in price because of you know scarcity, or because you know it's just generally valuable for this type of thing. Right. It's 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 like economics, really. <laughs> the whole thing right. is economics. Which is, is very interesting just in how the future is going to be with, with just how much technology is shaping our lives and how the economy seems to not be reacting fast enough for it. It seems like it's going to catch up and ooh, it's going to be interesting <laughs> how this all the kind of all the stuff, cryptocurrencies uh just technology in general and jobs and just how everything is gonna all fall into place in the future it's it's a little bit scary but it's also very exciting that's true and that's that's the big thing when you look at explorers or anything that's new anything that you encounter anything that you're a part of that's brand new in human history it's always going to be scary at, to some degree, but but it could definitely be worth it. Yeah, it you, it, it definitely could. You got to get out there. I mean, I'm sure that our listeners might have stumbled upon our podcast and thought, "What is this new and scary thing?" Sounds, Hopefully, they yeah. didn't think it was scary. This is <laughs> this this could waste completely waste an hour of my life, or it could not. 
And I think, I think, at least I hope, the people are satisfied so far. And I think, I hope that cryptocurrencies, you know, they're, they're going to have to be regulated in some way and they're going to stabilize and ones are going to come out ahead of others. But, I mean, I'm always for pushing technology forward. You know, oh, yeah. or like doing the the new thing in that way. I mean, someone's someone's got to be the explorer. Someone's got to be the person that goes out there and, you know, we try this crazy crypto stuff out for a while and see how it works out. Mm-hmm. Disruption, I can, innovation, I like <laughs> buzzwords. 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 I was watching Shark Tank oh, yeah? the other day and someone went on there and kept calling themselves disruptors oh yeah of the industry and i forgot who it was they stopped and they're like here's the deal <laughs> you don't call yourself a disruptor other people tell you that you you're disrupting <laughs> and it's just not how it works but yeah it's just buzzwords yeah. and i think that's one of those those things where people will just i just saw a, a meme about it today on reddit where it was uh it was in programmer humor mm, and fantastic was, subreddit it was a tweet from i'm developer and he said <laughs> how to get funding keep saying blockchain really fast until people <laughs> in suits get confused and throw you money <laughs> so i mean that's that's honestly you know that's the truth of it that's the truth of a lot of things i mean yeah it's easy it's easy in some ways to kind of throw stuff out there that people don't fully understand and you know get them to give you money for it and whatnot and you know hopefully people aren't really being you know taken advantage of these things and that's why we encourage you to go out and you know do your research yeah before you really get into things because you don't want to get taken advantage of in some way um but <laughs> but yeah i mean you know i think it's gonna, it's gonna turn out fun yeah, you know what's funny though? So I just I just found out uh, from a coworker the other day that blockchain patents, a good chunk of those are owned by Bank of America. No way. Yeah. But I uh, don't really know what that means. I, I don't is... I don't know what patents mean in terms of in terms of all this. Like, yeah. What can they, what can they do with it? Patent to me for me in my opinion. Patents in technology, especially especially algorithms, are idiotic. Yeah, that's like they do more harm than good. I guess is what I'm saying. Not not necessarily idiotic. It, it just it doesn't. They don't benefit society the way right. that patents were thought of doing. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Patents, who do who do patents really? Who do they protect mostly? Anyways, I mean, right? It's the creator. Well, they, yeah, the creators, the the people who spent a lot of time on on uh, yeah, developing or creating something. I mean, I would so that, I get so that China can't rip off uh, Clash of Clans and and create a you know brand new game that looks exactly like it and. Uh, the app market on phones is a completely another it's a podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I agree. There's there's definitely been times when patents 
in general have just been garbage just for just making things like more difficult like like there was someone who argued a patent about slide to unlock or swipe to unlock in a certain way right (laughs) and it's just like come on like ux features in general the dumbest didn't was it apple that it was apple i just didn't want to say it no but they they (laughs) they sued a for something else didn't they do do it for like having like rounded corners or something like that oh yeah like design stupid stuff like that here's the deal manufacturers everyone who makes a phone now it's more about when we talked about this it's more about the actual features don't take away my headphone jack no it's fine you'll be okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I do have an update on that. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to wait for the Pixel Three. Okay. So it's that's an update from yet. our first ever episode. So all yeah, you longtime back. listeners, congratulations for finally sticking it through and and finding out the real answer <laughs> to my issues. <laughs> Continuity. <laughs> it finally paid off. Oh man, playing the long the long game. The long con. But yeah, I mean, like, phone, to to sue someone about the design of their phone at this point would be ridiculous, because what rectangle are you using? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, they're, they're all, like, so similar now at this point, and... Your, uh, your device plays 4K videos? Well, we patented that. It's like... We patented, patented a specific resolution. Right. Yeah. Uh, 120 hertz displays. That's that's a new thing. Oh my god. But yeah, well, and the worst part is you have these, what they call patent trolls that just basically ruin it for everyone. Yeah, like just buy up patents on stuff, like the most obscure things. Yeah, just just in hopes. It's essentially like investing in, uh, in cryptocurrencies, right? You're buying it in hopes that it's gonna pay off. In the long run. Right. But at least when you buy into cryptocurrencies, you're not a complete tool bag. Hopefully. <laughs> there are some people who are buying into cryptos, cryptocurrencies that I would probably consider somewhat of a uh, but you're not, a person I don't like. Yeah, but you're buying they're buying in to make money in like I don't know. It's like buying stocks. Like no one's gonna be mad at you for buying yeah, stocks, but I'm sure as hell gonna be mad at you. If you buy it's, a patent, it's not for... preventing it's not preventing other people from innovating. Right, it's not trying to make a killing off of, you know, yeah. someone who's going to try and use the small technique that you decided you should own and charge out the wazoo for. Right, or you didn't even create; you just bought up. Yeah, yeah, it's. But, yeah. So, who really knows uh, what's going to happen with? cryptocurrencies or bitcoin bitcoin like like we mentioned one of the downfalls of that cryptocurrency is that it just takes so long for a transaction to take place literally everyone who has a bitcoin wallet basically has to legitimatize a a transfer or or a transaction sorry yeah so it just it just takes forever because everyone has to be on the same page yeah, everyone has be... to have matching 
you know, wallets or like all their ledgers need to be the yep. same. Right. You know, so so that's like, one of the big things. So you see all these other currencies that pop up that have different kind of algorithms or technologies that try and remedy that. The thing with Bitcoin is it was it, it's got that whole uh, basically first to market type of advantage and name advantage. So yeah. that's it's kind of why it's so big and everyone knows about it, even though it doesn't really have the best technology behind it. And that's, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and I think at some point people are, uh, people, the market in general is they're going to catch on to, you know, different currencies that are better in some ways. And I think the, the ones that have the most solid technology and end up, you know, being the most convenient, because I don't think you can, I don't think you can survive. I don't, I mean, I'm not saying Bitcoin's going away, but I'm just saying no. transactions that take that long. Well, when they do take that long, it, it doesn't make sense in terms of being a currency, right? Right. That's why so many companies have struggled adopting it, even though they have. Like Microsoft has adopted uh, it as a method of payment, um, or they did. I, I think they put a hold on it. Um, Steam did for a little bit. Um, I think they've declined now, though. But um, and then Stripe, I think Stripe was well. going to, or Stripe was going to. They, I think they were going to, or they did, but then they they just recently because I saw that the other day our company okay. uses uses Stripe for right. stuff. Mm -hmm. They, I read an article the other day that said they're they're out. They're like, no, we're yeah, we're out of it. it it's it's very hard when transactions take, you know. 10 hours or so to complete yeah it, you know especially like just for example you're out buying an ice cream cone with the bitcoins or well you're buying it with very f fractions of with a fraction of a big <laughs> very small That's some pretty damn amount. good ice cream <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> it's that oh man that fancy dijon ice cream <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen with all of it. There are so many other coins, you know, what coins are going to eventually kind of become the default. It's really just a guessing game right now. And a lot of people are in a lot of different, you know, courts. They, they, they all, a lot of people have their own favorite, you know, alternate cryptocurrency coin. But it, it really, like I said, it, it all is going to depend on uh, which one gets accepted by the masses, really. That'll be the one that that essentially wins the whole battle, I guess. Yeah. You know, it, you, it, it needs, it can only be sound technology and something that's can be used as a currency, but it also has to have the buzz around it. Yeah. And someone's going to, I mean, Bitcoin has it now, but uh, that could shift, that could change. I mean, public opinion changes all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm I'm excited to see what happens in general. Um, I mean, every, every time there's something like this, it opens up the world just in general to, to try and think and try and innovate, you know, and that's that's always good for the consumer in general. That's good for for us agreed
Agreed, agreed, agreed. It's, um, but yeah, I, I think the thing that's really going to be necessary for the next, you know, the near future growth and, and eventually the long-term growth of these coins is people just need to, they need to understand it. And so for any one of our glorious listeners who are tuning in, uh, just all, all we can say is make sure you do your research. Yeah. Get in there. I mean, don't, don't go overboard, but don't be afraid. Right. You know, know what you're doing. I mean, people, I, I myself am one of those people that researches things like crazy before I, I buy them. Yep. And, and don't, don't invest more than you're willing to lose. It's, it's simple yeah. like that. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, you probably shouldn't be investing in. Probably not a good idea. Get some savings going. Get get some other um, other things going for you so that you're eventually in a position to to invest. Right. Even if you're very excited about it, just remember we're still very, very much in the infancy of cryptocurrencies. There's a long long uh long road ahead and and so if you're not getting in now even though it seems you know because of the recent price jumps of or recent you know valuation of these coins have gone up so significantly as of late it doesn't mean that it's not going to continue but right. it, it doesn't it also you know, doesn't mean that it's going to stay this high. If you get in right now and it's, you know, say you know, whatever it is right now, what Bitcoin's at, and we're using Bitcoin just as a an example um, for all these prices and stuff like that, just because it's the most, most it's known, the hot one right? right? Now. Yep. Um, so Bitcoin's at, you know, 11,000 11, essentially. Yeah. It was almost up to 20,000. Waiting you know, getting your other financial um, things in order and waiting, perhaps Bitcoin drops all the way down to maybe uh, its final kind of stable position. And maybe that's around, let's say that's around like, you know, 5,000, just right. for example. It, we don't, we obviously don't know what, what's going to happen with the market. <laughs> Nobody does. Anybody who yeah. does tell you is full of crap. Yeah. It's a it's their best guess. So ju so just because it's grown exponentially recently doesn't mean it's going to keep on growing. That is the hope, but you never know. It could you it definitely could pay off if you you know don't buy in now and you wait a little bit and wait till it drops to you know say say five thousand or whatever, and then yeah. you know if that's say a couple of years from now. And then all of a sudden, at that point, people are willing to, uh, you know, the mass the mass market is willing to accept cryptocurrencies on, and you buy in at that price, and then it starts kind of just steadily growing from there. We're not dealing with these excessive, uh, you know, hikes, ups and, hikes and dips, yeah. right? So it's it's very much in the infancy. Nobody really knows what's going on. Don't be too concerned about necessarily jumping in, especially if you you know, you don't have the means to, you know, be yeah, smart about this. It's definitely a good idea at this point to, to do your research and see it as, as 
you know, just expect to lose the money you're putting in. Like if you're going to put in money now, think to yourself, are you cool with losing whatever you're putting into it? Because that very well could happen at this point. And, you know, like Clay's saying, not a good idea to do if you're not in a position to just throw away money potentially. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that is going to end our cryptocurrency talk for this episode. There is so much we could talk about. There really oh, is. Yeah. I, there is so much out there, and and really, a lot of it is going to be easier to digest and understand outside of a podcast format. For sure. We sincerely go look up YouTube videos, go find blog posts uh, about all these things, uh, visit subreddits. Um, but gather up as much information as you can, but take everything, especially when you see hype about, about certain coins, take it with a grain of salt a little Definitely. bit, because there's, there's always going to be people that are super excited about things. And there's going to be people who really rag on, on coins or, or whatever, kind of take both the pros and cons, you know, with a grain, grain of salt and make, make your own decisions. I think that's... I think that's the most we can really recommend to you. But we, uh, I, I, I speak for Ryan. I, I think I speak for Ryan, I guess, when I say <laughs> we we hope this talk kind of helped uh, enlighten you a little bit. Maybe not too much, but kind of just give, give you, you some some insight into the whole right. the whole thing and just you know right Ryan, general stuff. Ryan can it. definitely talk for himself. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, we hope it gave you some sort of insight and, you know, heed our advice and in some way. I mean, I don't think it, at any point we told you to dump all your money into it. So I think we, I'd say. I think we told you the opposite, really. The exact opposite. But, but yeah, I mean, it's it's new. It's fun. It's exciting. I'm excited. And, I hope our fans are too. And we'll see. We'll see how this whole thing plays out. Maybe maybe we'll retouch on this in the future. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. We can't wait for you to tune in next time. But until then, make sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and BinaryBrothersPodcast.com.